0: Welcome to Word Mission Church International Podcast. Now the Word with Paul Mensa Wood. Somebody say amen. amen. Glory be to the name of the Lord. Take your seats please. And join me in welcoming our online audience as well as our television audience. And thank God for what he's doing in our midst and what he's about to do in your life. If you're ever in the Colorado Springs area, this is the place to be Sunday morning. God is here a warm welcome awaits you and you will be blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. Glory be to the name of the Lord. Thank God for how far he's brought us this year and I know he has wonderful things in store for you for your life in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Be expectant. Great things are ahead. Glory be to the name of the Lord. Thank you, Lord. All right. I'm excited about this morning's message or sermon because I know God has something wonderful for you. And I pray in the name of Jesus that may the entrance of God's word bring light and illumination to you. And may you go from strength to strength. May you go from glory to glory. May you go from faith to faith. In the mighty name of Jesus. Because it takes faith to overcome this world. The Bible says in First John. My God. Chapter 5 verse 4. That this is the victory. Thank you Lord Jesus. For whatever is born of God. Overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world. Our, our faith. Even our faith. So whatever is born of God. You are meant to be an overcomer. God has purpose. That you will overcome. Somebody say, I don't feel like I'm overcoming. Well, stay with us. (laughs) Stay with God's word. You'll be on the winning side. Amen. Amen. You are meant to overcome. So whatever is overcoming you now, I pray in the name of Jesus, by virtue of God's word, may you begin to walk in victory in Jesus' mighty name. And I see you walking in victory in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Glory be to the name of the Lord. We have a church already amen mm-hmm. glory be to Nate, in the name of god all right you see so many times let's turn our bibles i want to read this from the classic amplified version ephesians chapter 2 thank you lord jesus ephesians chapter 2 verse 10 from the classic amplified so it says for we are god's own handiwork his workmanship recreated in christ jesus born anew that we may do those good works which god predestined planned before us taking parts which he prepared ahead of time that we should walk in them living the good life which he prearranged and made ready for us to live thank you lord jesus this verse is loaded my god just like the other one you see, in the beginning, God created everything and he said it was good. So, God is a good God. Somebody say, God is a good God. God, a good God. Say it one more time. God is a good God. And he has a plan for each and every one of us. And sadly, so many people live and die and never walk in what God has planned for them. Somebody said the, the, the richest place in the world is the cemetery. Because when you go there, there are people who have lived and died with dreams, with goals, with visions. That never came to pass. But you will not be one of them in Jesus' name. I said you will not be one of them in Jesus' name. So here he says that we are God's own handiwork. His workmanship. God created you. Special, he says, recreated. If you are a child of God, you've been, notice he says here, you've been born anew. That means you are born again, recreated in Christ Jesus. Let's, let's explain that a little bit. Now, if you are a child of God, uh, let's go back to Adam again. When Adam died, the Bible, God told them that on the day that you eat of the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you will die. But when they ate of the fruit of that tree, they didn't die physically first that day. They died spiritually. That means they were separated from God. So everybody that comes into the world at some point gets separated from God. And that is why Jesus said to Nicodemus, you must be born again. The man couldn't understand it. He said, look, I'm a grown-up person. Do I need to go in John chapter 3? Do I need to go back into my mother's womb and be born again? He said, no, no, that's not what I'm talking about. We are talking about spiritual things here. I mean, you—if you try to go back into your mother's womb as as as, as you are right now—you wouldn't fit. <laughs> so that's not what Jesus Christ is talking about. <laughs> He's talking about a spiritual experience. And the Bible says, let's, "Let's let's 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 take our time and go through this, because it's very important." So Second Corinthians chapter five. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. If you are in Christ Jesus, you are a new creation. You are just as much as new as when Adam was created. The old man is completely gone. With that sin, it's completely gone. <laughs> That is why the Apostle Paul could say that, uh, look, after he became born again, the man was persecuting Christians, he was doing some very bad things, and he encountered Jesus Christ, and his life was changed. And later on, he was speaking, writing, and he says, I've wronged no man. How can somebody say, say something like that? Because in God's mind, the old man is completely gone. There's a new person on the scene. And everything that was associated with that old person is gone. So he says, we have been created anew. You are a new creation if you are a child of God. And if you are watching or listening, you are, sometimes you look at your past, you look at your life right now, and you say, my God, how can I get free from this? My sins, my, my, whatever the issue might be, the key is to give your life to Jesus, and he will transform your life and give you a brand new beginning. <laughs> That's the key, to yield your life to Jesus. So you have been born anew and God has a plan for each and every one of us. Sometimes on days where you, I mean, you are not having a good day, it's easy to look at your life and, and see what, what is the purpose of my life. But notice what the Bible says in Psalm 139. Psalm 139. Thank you, Lord Jesus. He says, I will praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made marvelous are your works and that my soul knows very well. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works and that my soul knows very well. You are wonderfully made. In fact, they tell us that even twins, no matter how much they look alike, their fingerprints are different. Everyone if you are a child of God, it, I mean, God created you for a purpose, fearfully and wonderfully made. But the key here is, He says, Let's go back to Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10, in the classic Amplified. So, we are God's own workmanship. So, the first point is that God created you, handiwork, his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus, born anew, that we may do those good works which God. Predestined, planned before us, beforehand for us. Way ahead, before you came, God had a plan for your life. But the question is, are you walking in that plan? Are you walking in that path? And that's what we want to try to help you get on the right path and walk in line with God's word. That we should walk in them. I like this part. Living the good life. <laughs> Sometimes we will use the phrase, you are living the life. Living the good life. Because God is a good God. He wants you to live the good life which he appear, arranged and made ready for us to live. Are you living this good life? That God has planned and purposed. And if you are not, how do we get you on the right track to live this good life? Now, the first thing that we have to realize is, you see, uh, God's, God's purpose for each and every one of us is to be fruitful. Uh, to live a life that pleases him, to live the life that he has planned for us. Ahead. You see, uh, um, when, when we are, when even from the natural standpoint, when women are not giving uh, birth, um, when they are married, it's supposed to be, it's, it's not even funny. <laughs> you see, so when we are not fruitful, when we are not living, sometimes the frustrations of life comes, it's because we are not being fruitful, it's because we are not walking. In this good life that God has prearranged and made ready for us. We are not on the right path. And sometimes that's where the frustration comes from. And sometimes also we forget uh, what God has done for us or where we came from. But when we remember what God has done for us and where we came from, then we will live a fruitful life. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. And I pray that, O oh Lord my God, may God, may you walk in this good life that God has prearranged for you in Jesus' mighty name. Alright, so how do we do this? Second Peter chapter 1 verse 9. 2 Peter chapter 1 verse 9. Glory be to the name of the Lord. Notice what the Bible says. 2nd Peter chapter 1, verse 9. He says, let's, let's, let's go back a little, a little bit. 2nd Peter chapter 1, verse 5 says, But also for this reason, giving all diligence, add to your faith, virtue. So add to your faith, something else. And to virtue, knowledge. And to knowledge, self-control. To self-control, perseverance. To perseverance godliness to godliness brotherly kindness and to brotherly kindness love so let's start with faith add to your faith virtue something else add to your virtue knowledge add to knowledge self-control add to self-control perseverance you need a lot of perseverance to make it out to perseverance godliness out to godliness brotherly kindness and to brotherly kindness love eight things that he says we need to have and he says that for if these things are yours and abound notice you will be neither barren nor unfruitful In the knowledge of God, of our Lord Jesus Christ. For he who lacks these things is short-sighted even to blindness and has forgotten that he was cleansed from his old sins. He who lacks these qualities is blinded, is short-sighted. And this is one thing that prevents us from walking in the good works of being fruitful, the thing that God has prearranged for us. You see, so many times we look at life, you notice this is, it says that this person is short-sighted even to blindness. Sometimes we are blind to eternal realities. We are blind, we only live for this life. And I pray in Jesus' name that may you not live just for this life. May you live with eternity in mind. One of the things the kids at their school, they tell them is that, look, whatever you are doing, start with the end in mind. <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good one. So you see, uh, you are, if, even if you live on the earth for 120 years, that's a very short time com- compared to eternity. Uh, somebody said, "I don't believe in eternity." <laughs> that well doesn't change it. <laughs> uh, it it's like it's like it's like saying, um, "I don't believe in death." Well, somebody, everybody. I mean, I mean, every day you hear people die all the time. Yeah. So whether you believe it or not doesn't change it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> So, but the point is, don't be short-sighted. Live with, it, we live with eternity in mind. You are walking in this life with eternity in mind. At some point, all of us, if Jesus doesn't come, uh, we'll, we'll leave this earth. And if Jesus Christ comes, uh, if you are a child of God, you will go with him. I'm planning to go with him. Amen. If you want to be here, you can, you, you can be here. <laughs> don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> but the point is, at some point, we will all leave the earth. And some will spend eternity with God. Some will not spend eternity with God. I pray you make a decision and that you may you spend eternity with God, with Jesus. I'm looking forward to seeing him. Thank you, Lord Jesus. But you see, so if you are short-sighted here, he's saying that if you like these things, then you are short-sighted even to blindness. So you only live with um, just considering this life. But if you live, one of the best ways to live is to live with eternity in mind. The rewards. What God has in store ahead. You see, God doesn't have a problem taking care of you down here. I mean, right here, he says his purpose that we'll live a good life. I mean, for God to meet your needs, supply your needs, take care of you, your family, your kids, your grandchildren, that's, that's, that's it's easy, no problem. He will take care of you. Amen. I said God will take care of you. Amen. God will take care of you. Amen. But he also wants us to be fruitful. And you see, sometimes when we read the Bible, um, there are names that we see in there. And... Um, like I call a, a, uh, Hebrews chapter 11 the, the hall of fame of faith. I mean, you, you see all these people listed there. But right towards the end of Hebrew, Hebrews 11, he goes and he makes this statement. He lists all these people, some of the things they did, how they overcame by faith and all that. And then he rounds it up in verse 39 and he says and all these, that, those are the people that he's referring to starting with the, the, the list of people there having obtained a good testimony through faith, did not receive the promise. God having provided something better for us, that they should not be made perfect apart from us. Wow. They have obtained a good testimony, they did not receive the promise, but God has something better for us. And that they should not be made perfect apart from us. They should not be made perfect apart from us. Then he goes on to say that these people are cheering us on as we are running our race. Your name will be in that list in Jesus' name. I say your name will be in that list in Jesus' name. But you see, God comes to our lives. And he, I mean, and he looks for fruit. And these names are in the Bible for a reason. Now, notice what Jesus said. Let's go to the words of Jesus. Luke chapter 13 verse 6 he says he also spoke this parable a certain man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard and he came seeking fruit on it and found none then he said to the keeper of this of his vineyard look for three years I've come seeking fruit on this fig tree and find none cut it down what does he use up the ground but he answered and said to him Say, let it alone this year also until I dig, it I dig around it and fertilize it. And if it bears fruit, well, but if, if not, after that, you can cut it down. So see, notice that every year, Jesus comes. He says, here yeah, he comes looking for fruit. And at some point, he gives up. But I pray this year, when God comes looking for fruit in your life, may he find fruit in Jesus' name. Amen. I said, may he find fruit in Jesus' name. So, like I said, all these names are in the Bible for a reason. And sometimes, you see, God God doesn't forget the the, the good works that we we do for him. Now, notice that he says that... um, the, the, the person, he says, you, if you, these things are bound in you, you will not be barren or unfruitful in the knowledge of God, our Savior. no so, so notice, God is not unrighteous to forget the things that we do for his name. Every little thing that you've done for God, God remembers. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 6, verse 10, for God is not unjust to forget your work and labor of love, which you have shown toward his name, in that you have ministered to the saints, and do minister Minister. Ministering to the saints and do minister. God doesn't forget. Mm-mm. Every little thing that you've done for God, God never forgets. So somebody like this, his name is in the Bible. Let's look at some, some people who walked in this good works. some examples in the Bible. Colossians chapter four verse twelve. Notice this is a epiphrase. He says, "Who is one of you?" He's writing to the to the Colossians. He says, "A born servant of Christ greets you." epaphras It's not different from you. It's sort of like saying in 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 James chapter five, verse verse seventeen, that Elijah was a man. These are people just like you and I. He says he says that Elijah was a man with a nature like ours. And he prayed earnestly that it would not rain, and it did not rain on the land for three years and six months. And he prayed again, and the heaven gave rain, and the earth produced its fruit. But he sees Elijah was a man. (laughs) He, He got hungry. We saw him discouraged sometimes, wanting to give up. He ate. He used the bathroom, just like all of us. <laughs> Elijah was a man <laughs> so he says Epaphras who is one of you what about him why is his name in the Bible notice what he did that, that he, he, he his, his name is in there he says he's one of you a born servant of Christ a servant of Christ that word born servant is it's a heavy word doulos a loved slave of the Lord Jesus Christ, a born servant of Christ is one of you, one of you, just like you. He, he, I mean he has responsibilities, things to do, but he says, what is he doing? He sends you greetings. What is he known for? Always laboring fervently for you in prayers, that you may stand perfect and complete. In all the will of God. So notice here that his prayer. Laboring. That's also another heavy word. That's work. That means that prayer is work. <laughs> laboring. Fervently. That's another one. Hot heat. Hot prayers. But notice that his prayers. is not just for his wife and his kids. Lord bless me, like that, that man, the man they said that prayed that. Lord bless me, my wife, and my two sons, or three sons, or four sons, and nobody else. <laughs> Do you think if that's a prayer he was praying, uh, his name will be here? No, 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 no. He's not just living for himself. He's praying. What is he praying? He's laboring. Fervently for you in prayers, that you may stand perfect. So he's praying for the people of God. He's one of you, but he's praying that you stand perfect and complete in all the will of God. That's my prayer for you as well. That's my prayer for you as well. You. That you stand mature, perfect, mature. That's maturity, and complete. In all the will of God. That ties into the good works that God has ordained for you. Because if you walk in complete in all the will of God, you'll be walking in the plan that has been prearranged for you before you got here. May you walk in that plan in Jesus' name. So that's that's one way to serve the Lord. Pray. Not just for yourself, but for others. For nations. What do you think we we are in all these places? We are not blind. No, 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 no. We see others. (laughs) I've been out there. I see them. (laughs) I pray for them. We we plan. How how can we get to these people? Somebody's mother. Somebody's father. Somebody's sister. I mean, and they are all around us too. The man that ended up in hell, the rich man, he ended up in hell, and, and he was crying. He became, a, he be, he became a, an evangelist right out of there in that place, and he wanted to send missionaries. Lord, please, I have brothers and sisters out there. Please send somebody from here to go and tell them, please, don't come here. This place is real. He wants to send missionaries right from that place. <laughs> He's seen things from a different standpoint. And it's, it's too late. exactly. In hell, every, every, every question you ask, the answer is no. <laughs> Send somebody to come and dip. Uh, where's my, uh, my water bottle? <laughs> you ask me that. <laughs> Send somebody from here to come and dip a, a little bit of water. The answer is no, 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 no. We don't do that here. <laughs> <laughs> To come and pour water, please, please. I just need a dip, a drop, a drop. Mm, so that I can I, please please a drop. I'm, I'm it's it's hot in here. said, no, 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 no. Here no 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 that's necessary. That that that. Can you also send somebody from here? They said, No, 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 no. We can't send anybody from here. They have Pastor Paul preaching. Others <laughs> your neighbor your your co has been telling them yes. we don't send people from here. <laughs> you see when you see it's, it's a this a different ball game. It became a please 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 they said no 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 <laughs> you live differently we are not short sighted we are not blind <laughs> <laughs> you pray differently if you see others you live differently think i mean if, if i mean if somebody died think about it and they came back and they said i've been dead for three months and i went to hell and i've come back to come and tell you that do you think people will believe no they still won't believe <laughs> we don't say people from here the people, they let them believe the people in the earth. <laughs> May you not be short sighted in Jesus' name. Amen. So, this man here, Epaphras, his name is in the Bible, and he's not short sighted. He's praying, laboring, fervently, that in the name of Jesus, you stand perfect and complete in all the will of God. You, you, you live life differently. <laughs> Every day, people are plunging into hell, I'm not having heard Sometimes you see this person is bad. You say, "What happened?" But you see, I pray. So, so, so you begin to pray differently. You begin to live differently. <laughs> I just said to myself, "This look, I, this is not my. I didn't start living this way today. No, 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 no." <laughs> You will not be barren and unfruitful in the knowledge of God, our Savior. This year, when Jesus is looking for fruit from your life, you will find fruit in Jesus' mighty name. Live with eternity in mind. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Because sometimes when we are serving God, you think you're serving the pastor, you're serving the church. Or, no, 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 no. It's this Epaphras, a born servant of Christ who is one of you, liberating, fervently, in, in prayers. My God. Everybody can pray. If you can eat, you can pray everybody can pray anybody that can eat can pray it's like what the bible says let everything that has bread praise the lord if you are breathing you can pray you can praise thank you lord jesus and sometimes when you when you are when you are some of the things that you do uh, it might seem insignificant for God and even for others. Uh, it might seem insignificant, but sometimes there is a reward on the other side. Like like for instance, Rebecca, Eliza is going to look in Genesis chapter twenty four. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Genesis chapter 24. So, Eliezer is going to look for a wife for Abraham. says, Look, don't get women from here. Go get, go to my, go to my, 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 my family and go get, get a wife from there. Eliezer says, No problem. But he, he has to walk by faith. So, when he gets there, he sees a prior. And then he, he puts certain, certain things he wants to see. In Genesis chapter 24, verse 12, he says, Then he said, O oh Lord God of my master Abraham, Please give me success this day and show kindness to my master, Abraham. God give you success this year in Jesus' name. Behold, here I stand by the well of water, and the daughters of the men of the city are coming out to draw water. Now let it be that the young woman to whom I say, please let down your pitcher that I may drink. And she says, drink, and I also give your camels a drink. Let her be the one that you have appointed for your servant, Isaac. And by this I would know that you have shown kindness to my master. And it happened before he had finished speaking that, behold, Rebecca, who was born to Bethuel, son of Milcah, the son of Nahor, Abraham's brother, came out with her pitcher on her shoulder. Now the young woman was very beautiful to behold, a virgin, and no man had known her. And she went down to the well, filled her pitcher, and came out. And a servant ran to meet her and said, Please give me a little water from your pitcher. So she said, drink my lord. Then she quickly let her pitcher down to her hand and gave him a drink. And when she had finished giving him a drink, she said, I will draw water for your camels also until they have finished drinking. Then she emptied her pitcher into the thrall, ran back to the wall to draw water and drew for all his camels. So, so Rebecca in her mind, she's just, doing a, she's just being nice. She's just being nice to the stranger. In fact, the Bible talks about that also in, 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 Hebrews, in Hebrews chapter 13. He says, sometimes people have entertained angels unawares. Hebrews 13.1. My God, somebody's drawing these things out of my spirit because it's not on my notes. He says, let brotherly love continue. Do not forget to entertain strangers, for by so doing, some have unwittingly entertained angels. Sometimes. So here, she's just being nice. But you see, it might seem like a simple task. Now remember, God has prearranged good works for each and everyone to walk in. So as she's doing that, eventually, she doesn't know that she's answering someone's prayer. That's the thing. You may not, you don't, you may not know the person you are helping who is he's going to turn out to be. Or the person you are talking to, for instance, about Christ Jesus. Some mother somewhere, some grandmother somewhere is praying for that child. And you happen to come into contact with that person at work. And as you are sharing Jesus Christ with them, as you are being good to them, as you are, as you are helping them, uh, you are answering someone's prayer. <laughs> May you be an ans- answer to someone's prayer. May your good works be an answer to someone's prayer. In the name of the Lord Jesus. And, and eventually, Rebecca ended up in the lineage of, I mean, the two tribes and Jesus and, and, and all that. But you see, this it seems like a ordinary not, not day. Just went to work. You are taking care of camels, you are taking care of files, this, sending emails, doing that, doing that. But someone comes into contact with you. You are checking, I mean you are scanning items. You are a doctor, you are a nurse, you come into contact with people, a teacher. It might seem like an ordinary day. But every day, God, if you yield yourself to God, God can work through you. It can be an answer to someone's prayer. May you be an answer to someone's prayer. Amen. In the name of the Lord Jesus. The man is praying, give me success. This lady shows up. Our dedication to God, our commitment to God, makes all the difference. All the difference. There's, there's, a, certain, there's a certain young man. He grew up in a very, uh, a very small town. And his parents... Uh, we're, 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 not, we're were not, I mean, rich so to speak, or very poor, but they made a determination that they would take care of missionaries. And so, when missionaries come through, uh, sometimes they will, they will host them in their homes. Sometimes they will um, a, a third of their salary or some, some some portion to take care of missionaries. They were committed to doing that. And 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 this young man came out of that family. And he had a dream, which brings me to my next point. Have a God-given dream, a God-given vision. He had a dream, and he wanted to. Um, he, went, he went to school, and while he was in school, somebody told him that, look, if you can do online teaching um, and, and be very successful. And, and he tried, and he, 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 could, he couldn't make it. So he went to school further, and it still didn't help him. So here this idea. I pray may God give you an idea. You see, in life it's, it's what you do with ideas. sometimes as we uh, God gives us ideas. They tell us that the average person only uses about 10 percent of their mental capabilities. Even if we use, just utilize uh, go past a little bit past the we have the mind of Christ. If you utilize 15 percent, where you will be. <laughs> But anyway, he had had this idea that, okay, look, this thing that I'm doing, so I'm going to do online tutoring for a certain number of hours a day. And then after I do that, I will invite the people to come for in-person tutoring. And I'm going to charge half of the cost. And within a year, a few years, his clients kept increasing. Remember, sometimes the things that we do affect the people that come after us. We're determined to take care of missionaries. So he had this idea. And within a very short span, a short, short time frame, his business grew. And he became very, very, I mean, he's become very successful. Like a $330 million um, dollar asset company. But he has a vision to build so many schools to help other people. About 100 schools, each costs 500 million to build. I mean, in, in, their, in their currency. And he made this statement. And he's biblically biblical correct. He's a Christian. He's a child of God. He says it all comes down to the heart. <laughs> it all comes down to the heart. God knew that if he blesses me, I'll be a blessing to others. It all comes down to the heart. But He is walking, at least, in what he believes God has called him to. And it all started with an idea. Again, like I said, it may seem like an ordinary day. I pray in the name of Jesus, may you walk in those good works that God has ordained for you in Jesus' mighty name. It might seem like a normal day. But every day be in expectancy. God, as you as I step out of and go out today, Lord, I know you have a plan. I know you have a purpose. In the name of Jesus. Sometimes it's not easy. Jesus said, You come and take my yoke upon you. Jesus, I like Jesus. <laughs> But he says, thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, I love God and his word. Jesus will not put any heavy yoke upon you. Notice what Jesus says. Matthew eleven twenty-eight. Come to me, all who, you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon me, and learn from me, from gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Somebody say thank you, Jesus. Thank you. My God, <laughs> my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. That's Jesus. Just take his yoke. Every day. It's easy. His burden is light. He won't lay any heavy burden on you. Does he say tie those uh, animals with yokes to tie them together for harvesting? But Jesus is saying that, look, my yoke and my burden is easy and light. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And you see, who knows? You see, you, are, you, you think about it. You have are, you are been born into the earth, like Mordecai said to Esther. For such a time as this. You could have been born in any time frame, any, any age. But you are in the earth. For such a time as this. And you will live. To fulfill all that God has planned and purposed for you. Esther, Esther was, was hesitating. And, and the, the life of the Jews was in, da- was in danger. And look, uh, Mordecai said, look, you go and talk to the king and do something about this. And Esther was dilly-dallying. Sometimes how we do. <laughs> and Mordecai made this statement. In Esther chapter 4 verse 14 notice what he says he says for if you remain completely silent at this time relief and deliverance will arise for the jews from another place if you remain completely silent at this time relief and deliverance god will will arise for the jews from another place Uh, But don't think that you are going to, you and your father's house, you are going to be. He says, you and your father's house will perish. Yet who knows whether you have come to the kingdom for such a time as this. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? That's why, as for me, I've decided I won't keep silence. Who knows I'm, I'm here for just a time as this? And that's why you shouldn't keep quiet. We tell everyone that we can, bring them with us to heaven. When you see them, this say, Oh, thank you. Oh, you told me about Jesus. You gave, and then they were able to do, uh, um, do missions and see people say people healed. Thank you, thank you, thank you. May people say to you, Thank, thank you in eternity. You prayed. You fasted. It wasn't easy. Who knows? Who knows? That's a window of opportunity. If Esther misses said, that's it. The works that have been prepared ahead. Again, she might think, oh, I just went for a beauty contest. The queen wasn't doing a good job. She got fired. I replaced her. I went for a beauty contest. I won the beauty contest. I'm here in the palace. I'm having a good time. And it's, 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 all, it's, it's all just happenstance. No, oh, no, 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 no. The good works. God is behind, yes. the scenes, behind the scenes. Working behind the scenes. Working behind the scenes. Working behind the scenes to get you to walk in that plan. That's your prayer. So Monica said, look, you think this is just, you are just here just to have a good time in the kings. No, 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 no. <laughs> you are here, f- you've been born for such a time as this. And it's not an easy thing for her. Sometimes it's not easy. My wife was telling me about a lady that um, she I was having Church, she was having the problems with a car, and it's not easy coming to church and all that, and just pressing through. And one day she boarded a taxi, and then someone, in talking to the taxi driver, referenced her to somebody, and and the person got a car for next to nothing. <laughs> to God's glory. <laughs> but here, yeah, Esther, it's not an easy thing. You see, if the King has not called me and I go, it's it's not a, it's not it's, it's not an easy thing. But she said. You fast and pray. If I perish, I perish. And if you read the Bible, everybody that says if I perish, I perish didn't perish. No, no, no. <laughs> when you put your life in God's hand, God will take care of you. God will take you. who knows? Who knows? Who knows? That you have come into the kingdom for such a time as this. For such a time as this, somebody's praying, Lord, send somebody to this person. And here you come along, you pray for the person, you help the person. Like again, it might seem like just ordinary even act of kindness. But God is using you to answer someone's prayer. And when Esther put her life on the line, her whole nation, I could say she carried her whole nation on her back. Whole nation, whole nation. That's so how we see these nations. I see them. I've been there. And like the, the man in Malawi said, the man whose um, wife got healed of the liver disease that was be, 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 be given up to die. Said he, after today, the bishop tells me, says the crusade was for me. <laughs> And and he made he made he says don't stop going to other people. That that statement keeps ringing in my head. Don't stop going to other people. (laughs) Don't stop going to other people. What if we had not been there at that time? The wife would have died. (laughs) Don't stop going to other people. Don't stop going to other people. See, someone's life is tied to ours the good works. I pray this year you'll be fruitful. Some of you may uh, God may give you an idea. Invite people to your home. Bible study. Your workplace. Break time. Do something. It all starts with an idea. Something. But your life will not be barren. Your life will not be barren. You will not be unfruitful. You have been a child for some time. But God, Jesus, comes looking for fruit. Are you going to keep silent? So, no, if you keep silence, deliverance will come from another place. But as for me, I decide, no, no, no. Anybody, I, my God. Don't stop going to other people. I won't stop going to other people. Don't stop. Epaphras. Hey, who is one of you? Just... A lay person. Elijah, a man. We will not keep silent. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? We have come into the kingdom for such a time as this. We are in the earth for a reason and for a purpose. We are not just here to occupy space and to just exist. No, 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 no. The good works God has ordained for us we will walk in it in the mighty name of the lord jesus you will not come short (laughs) you will not come short no this year all of us my god we are we are we are in it together and together we'll accomplish great things for god i said together we will accomplish great things for God. Together. We will accomplish great things for God. No one will be on the fence. The Bible says. This scripture comes to me. In Jeremiah 48 verse 10. He says. It be he that does the work of the Lord deceitfully. And cares be he that keeps back his sword from blood. Jeremiah forty-eight ten. That means that everybody saw. We are in the army of the Lord. They are not drawing physical sword. No, 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 no. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> That's what he said. No, he's talking about We are talking about spiritual things. Cursed be he that does the work of God deceitfully, and cursed be he that keeps back his sword from blood. I want, to, I want to, we'll continue, but the verses keep coming to me. <laughs> he says, to, he says he said to Ezekiel that if I say to the wicked person, if I tell you to go and warn the wicked person, and you don't want him, and he perishes in his sins, his blood will I require from your hands. <laughs> Folks. We can potentially have blood on our hands. No, no. Since it keeps his sword from blood. But if you tell the person and he doesn't heed the warning, then you, you are okay. Mm-hmm. I don't want blood on my hands. Amen. So I'm going to do my best. We're not going to do the work of God deceitfully. We're going to do our best. We'll not keep silent. We'll not keep silent. We'll not keep silent. <laughs> In the name of Jesus, the works that God created you for, that prearranged for you to walk in, in the name of the Lord Jesus, I see you walking in those in Jesus' mighty name. Somebody say, Pastor, I'm not walking in those... Well, that's what we are, we are talking about it today. You can start this minute, this second. Make a decision. I won't do the work of God deceitfully. I won't keep out my sword from blood. I'm going to do my very best. I'm here for a reason. I'm here for a purpose. Let's read that verse again. Mark that in your Bible. Ephesians 2.10. Thank you, Lord Jesus. For we are God's, the classic amplifier. For now, it will mean much more to us. For we are God's own handiwork. His workmanship recreated in Christ Jesus. Born anew that we may do those good works which God pre- predestined, planned beforehand for us. Taking parts which he prepared ahead of time, that we should walk in them, living the good way, good life, which he prearranged and made ready for us to live. Let's pray. Thank you. We trust this podcast was a blessing. Subscribe for more messages like these. If you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior today, we would love to hear from you. Email us at info at wordmissionchurchinternational.org. We will love to equip you in daily walk, so sign up for devotionals and encouragement at www.wordmissionchurchinternational.org. You may reach us at 719-235-5535.